Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's an exciting time of the year for UFC. We had UFC Fight Night this past Saturday. We got UFC 250 coming up in just a matter of weeks. And without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action. We have the best place for you to go, my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit two grand, you'll get an extra grand and free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV, that's capital B. BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is capital BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid, my bookie. Today is Monday, June 1st, 2020. Feels like Monday, February 1st, 2020. I cannot believe it is June. And I cannot believe that this is the 200th episode of the Osho Podcast. We're two years in, 200 episodes, and arguably uh, the biggest guest on today's show. Biggest guest from a public figure standpoint. We got Jordan Belford, celebrity author, motivational speaker, best known as the Wolf of Wall Street that inspired the Oscar-nominated film, The Wolf of Wall Street, with Martin Scorsese and, of course, Leonardo DiCaprio. He held a multi-episode virtual training webinar series uh, a couple months months back, back in April, with kind of a focus on teaching effective remote work strategies that can help and inspire uh, and guide individuals, entrepreneurs, and workers towards maximizing their income from the comfort of their own homes. And again, this was two months ago. Here's the backstory of how this uh, came to be. It was a free virtual training series hosted by Suntuity Solar. Suntuity Solar is a, uh, um, a solar energy company based in Holmdale, New Jersey. And this webinar was actually brought to fruition because uh, the decision was made to cancel the previously scheduled live seminar with Jordan Belfort that was supposed to take place in Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, back in March. And, of course, due to the COVID-19 pandemic and all those concerns, it was canceled. And of course, the purpose of this uh, webinar, uh, and you did one a few weeks back, too, if you want to go check those out at suntuity.com, uh, this series uh, is meant to enable any, any individual, really, to generate a home-based income by kind of leveraging clean solar power as a mainstream energy source and utilizing competitive business practices remotely. And, of course, the initial series started on April 20th. We talked, I think it was April 20th, April 21st, coming out with this episode on uh, June 1st. I wanted to save it for the 200th episode. And, of course, there's also other notable guest speakers that joined the series over the past few weeks, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of motivational speakers. Uh, but Jordan Belford, the most notable one thus far, the Wolf of Wall Street got the chance to ask him a few questions during the Q&A after his four-day webinar series with Suntuity Solar, talking about how he built his uh, social media platform. Because again, he's only been on Instagram and Twitter for about two years now. And of course, of course, given Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese and even Jonah Hill in, in that Oscar-nominated film back in 2013, uh, they had a chance to make his platform even bigger than it already was, given that his, his history. Uh, and if you don't know Jordan Belfort's history, Jordan Belfort of course, very famous for pleading guilty to fraud and other related crimes in connection with stock market manipulation and, of course, running out of a boiler room as part of a penny stock scam with uh, Stratton Oakmon, uh, of course, uh, and he built that on Wall Street in New York City. 
He talks about how he built his social media brand, how uh, individuals and entrepreneurs are going to be able to adapt and kind of adjust given the concerns of COVID-19 and working from home and creating that revenue from home, and as well as a few stories of people that he worked with, people that worked for him that went from zero to hero, basically, from nothing to having everything that they desired. So here's episode number 200 presented by Belly Up Sports. Be sure to follow Belly Up Sports on the Twitter at Belly Up Sports. If you're into banging weights, eating steaks, and sleeping eights, head on over to MeccanNutritionStore.com right now using the promo code OSHO20. That's capital O-S-H-O-W-20 for $20 off your next order using Mecca Nutrition. Remember, swole is the goal. Size is the prize. Wolf of Wall Street. Jordan Belford right now. for taking my question i just wanted to know like what, what's going to be the biggest difference uh moving on how are people gonna, how are people going to have to kind of approach their clients and adapt to their uh, sales approach given the current circumstances due to the COVID 19 concerns so um so so interesting i had um, a person over my house the other day who's from utah and he's a big um figure in the door-to-door space Right, he runs conferences, and we were talking, and I actually think he's going to be on my podcast this coming week, actually. Um, and it was a really interesting conversation. We spoke about solar. We spoke about going door to door in a post-COVID world. We talked about using the telephone as well. Right now, I the straight line system covers both. It was designed originally for distance selling, meaning it was designed originally as a solution for how do you call someone on the phone that you can't see or hear and convince them to buy high ticket items and it worked like a charm but of course yeah. i started off in the door-to-door space and i integrated everything that i ever learned from door-to-door into the straight line and then after i started teaching it around the world many years later i adopted all those strategies to make it a perfect solution for door-to-door or over the telephone or for that matter zoom calls and that includes how to set texts and emails and everything because it cuts through to all of those things as well including how to design landing pages and everything else you would need um one of the things that he said that was really interesting about door-to-door sales is that yeah there's going to be some reluctance to how you knock on a door and to give you an example a really funny thing happened uh, last week a friend of mine i had a, was, i was renting a house on the beach somewhere in san diego for a week right so i wanted to get some fresh air so I figured I'd get a house on the beach, and I did that. And I had a friend of mine from New York ship me a, 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 a UPS of masks, face masks, so I could have just my personal use, right? And the guy, in his infinite wisdom, reversed the digits on the address, so the masks went to someone else who gladly signed them and never thought to, like, you know, figure out. Maybe he couldn't find me anyway. So after, like, a day or two of not having my mask, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll go start... You know, I'm going to try to find this person. Like, well, how am I going to knock on this person's door? Because that might get shot, you know, because of the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Boom, you're a carrier. Next thing, right? So I took my car, my girlfriend, we drove a couple of doors down. It's kind of a big space between, between houses, right? And I, 
got to what I thought was the house and I approached the door and using my instincts as a door-to-door salesman, what did I do? I knocked on the door and then I took extra steps back from the door jam. So I was about 12 feet away from the person. So even in the most remote, like how far could a disease travel? I was way outside that bubble. So I intuitively said, let me expand this space bubble. Because normally right. you stand three feet from a door, okay? And I stood further back, and the guy went through the window, and he's like, hey, can, can I help you? I said, hey, um, I just, I rented a house down the street, but, and I got, and the funny, and I, I swear this is true. It's really, he goes, wait a second. I know you. You're the one from <laughs> I just went for you. It was a got random guy from South Africa. The point is, is that there is a way to approach a door right now, and it's and it felt totally comfortable, and it worked. Okay, it turns out he knew me, but I knocked the other doors after. So that's one side of the equation. In addition, the other side, which which this person pointed out to me, he goes, remember, a lot more people are going to be working from home now, which means you're going to find a lot more of the doors that you knock on being answered, and both parties. Both decision makers will be there. This is a huge boom for the door-to-door space. And I believe that long after the fears of, of any fears about catching a virus have faded from the mind of the public, the paradigm shift of working from home is going to remain because there are so many obvious advantages. So I am very bullish on the door-to-door space. I really, really am. And we had a very in-depth conversation about that. So I think that number one right now, you know, as long as you understand how to use a straight line, you can be a, an incredibly effective phone closer, but in absolutely without missing a step. And in addition, by taking the straight line from door to door, even more powerful or just as powerful. Like, I'm gonna, I think you're going to find that people now start using a combination of those two and the great salesman will use both to get to levels of productivity that far exceed a pre-corona world. So don't think for a second the door-to-door space is done. It's the opposite. You know, the other big thing I wanted to ask you was, you know, given your expertise and your experience in sales and kind of getting people to buy into what you're saying, and given how a lot of young students and entrepreneurs are looking to build their own brands on social media, I wanted to get your take on how you were able to build such a strong social media presence in just a couple of years. I, I think I can, I can sort of thank my son for that because, you know, he's, he pushed me to get into the into the social media world. I had a sort of a cynical a- attitude towards social media because um, I was like, well, I'm a real celebrity. And, uh, <laughs> I don't need social media. You know, like, you know, I can't believe these people. But the, and, you know, and I looked at some people who are, who are certain, you know, no doubt about it, simply manufactured celebrities or manufactured influencers. Um, and at first I thought it was kind of a mock and disdainful. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's a, it's a ridiculous notion to think that. And I watched how some of them had became very successful and well-respected based on if they had the goods to deliver on top of all the hype, right? The point is, is that I have seen people that possess no special qualities, are not particularly good-looking. I'm not talking about the girl with the beautiful butt or whatever that goes on social. That's a, or the guy with the app, perfect app. That's a different thing. I'm talking about average 
everyday people, right, who simply make it a point to post interesting, valuable content and share it with their friends and people. And let me just tell you something. It's a very odd thing that if you just keep doing it and posting and posting, there's strategies behind this, but anybody can develop a significant social media following. It's really, really easy to do. And, it, and by the way, it's not an instant rise where you take social media and make money. No, it's more of a, a multi-step process of how you monetize your social media following. But there are certain steps that you must be doing right now if you want to really be successful in that space and use it as part of your business in terms of lead generation, which you have some in, in solo. Now, in building your brand, too, there's social media, but, of course, as you know, there's ups and downs, there's good decisions, and there's mistakes. And I'm sure you've had plenty of those stories over the years, but was there ever a client or a friend or even an employee of yours that went from nothing to having everything or, you know, from zero to hero in a sense? Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, I, more than I can count, I mean, nowadays, so, I mean, there's, you know, it, you know, there's, back in the day when, when I was, when I invented the straight line, it was specifically designed to take people that were not natural one closers and enable them to close at the same level as natural born closers. Before the straight line system, you had this really large split between salespeople that, you know, that some could do the job. You had that 80-20 rule, essentially, like it vastly exaggerated at most companies, almost like the 90-10 rule, where 10% of the salesmen were bringing in 90% of the revenue, the rest would struggle. And then when I invented the straight line, it, it, they began calling it the great equalizer because it would essentially equalize any person with a, someone who's a natural born closer from a, with a better education and a you know better pedigree in terms of their family. So it allowed you to compete at the same level with anybody else, and and it was a huge breakthrough. I uh, one example um, that, that you probably are not familiar. With, I talk about it in the book. Um, but you know, most people don't read books, they watch movies and it didn't make it into the movie was this guy, a very early case of a guy named Bobby Koch and Bobby, you know, when I, when I invented the straight line system, you know, the, 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 the success was so rapid and so dramatic. It was, it was shocking. Right. Um, and I had 12 people and, you know, well, I always say all 12 became million dollar producers, you know, virtually overnight. It's not really true. It's an exaggeration. Because one of them, there was, it was eleven actually. It's just easy to tell the story. Is twelve. There was one of them who could not do it. He like literally was so. He was. I had to say he was so dumb, and he had such a thick guttural New York accent. It was like toxic sludge coming out of his mouth, right? And you know those first 12, 11 took off, and then I hired a hundred more behind. And Bobby just struggled for like six months, and, just and I actually went out and I hired a speech coach to help him drop his New York accent to soften it. And he kept studying the straight line and learning it, the nuances. And it took about maybe maybe six months in his case, and then he zoomed, and now you know he's making millions of dollars a year as a salesperson, and became a top producer as well. This is a person that really was like the worst salesperson on the planet, and with with a, with a very limited, you know, intellectual capacity. Right? But you know, even then, you know, if you heard this guy on the phone talking to a person worth a hundred million dollars, you'd be like, "Damn, this kid's sharp!" Right? And it, it, it changed his life. But um, the gist of it, and I could dig it up if you want me to read it here for everybody. It's really interesting. 
Um, he's, you know, he's probably 23 or 24 right now. And he's now the top producer at MetLife. It's a huge insurance company. And he trains other people. He's a regional. He's a big, he's the number one producer in the company nationwide. He's won awards. He's got to be, I think he's under 20, 24, 25 maybe, right? And he had a broken home. He failed out of school. He never amounted to anything. He was broke at 18. He had a drug, a whole thing. And then he started studying the straight line. And literally the, his rise by using the straight line and following the training I did, both mindset and skill set sales, he started off his first year, became the top, like the top producer in the region. Then the next year, the top producer in the country and then became the manager. And now this kid's like in his mid-20s. And he's mentoring other people, and he's wildly successful. And that's in the insurance field. I, I could tell you so many other cases of people in the solar field. You name it. And you know, in, in fact, it's to, to me, um, I, I think that persuasion sales is a required skill for everyone. If you're not, if you're not really proficient at that, you know, you can still make money, but you have to work three times as hard as everyone else around you can do it. I'm so bold. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Aw, oh, dude. She's definitely gonna break up with you. She's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used tick pick. Wait, what'd you say? Tick pick. Look. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Thanks again for the time, Jordan Belford. Again, that Suntuity Solar webinar took place April 20th through the 24th. Jordan hosted another one with Suntuity Solar a couple weeks later, first or second week in May. Uh, he's planning on doing another one again uh, starting in mid-June as well as the first week in July. And I wanted to play uh, something from the webinar, which, I, which was very um, inspiring and eye-opening to me at least. And for anybody, an aspiring entrepreneur out there, business person, or even just someone in general trying to get their life together, trying to put the pieces together uh, in their own life's puzzle, Jordan talks about the four key pillars to success, not only in sales, but achieving your own personal success and your own personal happiness. Because, again, Jordan Belford, he, he, he's... Uh, Gone through the heights of success, the 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 lows of of disappointment. Of course, Jordan Belford uh, says that he managed to stay motivated and positive throughout his jail sentence because he did three things. He created a vision first and foremost. He established a strategy, and then he worked his ass off. And just days before his release from prison. Jordan Belfort actually began writing his memoir, and he's not a writer. He said it was very hard for him uh, to write, uh, which he actually received from his memoir, uh, $500,000 in advance from Random House. And, and these days, he spends, of course, his time as a motivational speaker and consultant. Of course, he hosted that webinar uh, with Suntuity Solar. And, uh, of course, he receives around, and this is just uh, speculation due to some sources, around $30,000 per speech he makes and also earns royalties from uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, as well as his book, The Way of the Wolf, which is out now. Uh, uh, and of course, the film Wolf of Wall Street, directed by Martin Scorsese, which grossed nearly $400 million worldwide. Uh, but the big thing he says is that you gotta have, have a vision for your uh, future that inspires you. I mean, uh, so, so like when you think about it, it just makes you jump out of bed in the morning to really have a life that is far better and far greater than it is today. And of course, Jordan says that his vision was centered around 
his two children in this webinar, and we'll uh, get to the four pillars of success in sales and uh, success and happiness here in a bit. And as he went to uh, bed in his jail cell every night, he said that he swore to himself that he would do everything in his power upon his release to right his wrongs and prove to his children that he wasn't a failure, and that was his why. It was all about his kids, and that was his big secret. Um, so your, your why is never about you, he said. He said um, that people are willing to do crazy things for a cause that they believe in, but will only go so far for themselves. And that's why it's so important to have a vision. And then, of course, the second step is to have a game plan. You have to have a strategy or a plan that kind of allows you to achieve your vision. And of course, he, he gave the example back in 1978. Uh, he went to a New York beach on a brutally hot summer day, and he said that he was lounging around with his friends. And he overheard uh, uh, fellow uh, beachgoers, I guess, complaining about having to walk over half a mile to the concession stand. So uh, early the next morning, Jordan Belfort found an ice cream distributor, took his quote-unquote old beaten-up car, and loaded up a cooler with you know, an assortment of ice creams and popsicles. And he said the whole thing loaded up was $22, including the cooler. So then he drove an hour to the beach, walked to the edge of the water, and started yelling out the products that he had for sale. He said within one hour that he sold the entire cooler for $125 and made 100 bucks in one hour. I mean, uh, I mean that's just astonishing because, I mean, he's been so successful. Um, he, he told, I think, five friends about his business plan, and they began selling coolers with him at the beach. Uh, but Jordan Belford, of course, he noticed something. Only one of those friends ever managed to make more than $100 a day. And the reason for that is is because four friends would stop selling ice cream after one cooler, while the other friend would join him in selling up to four coolers. I mean, that, that comes down to the, the, the last element of the inner game of success, and that's basically everybody's standards. Uh, I mean, Jordan Belford said that some people have a bold vision that sounds inspiring and grand, but, but they have low standards and aren't willing to do the work, and that's what he called champagne vision and beer standards, and we'll get into that again. He talks about this for nearly 20 minutes on the webinar, of course, Jordan Belford uh, webinar hosted by Suntuity Solar. Here's Jordan Belford talking about the four key pillars for success. Chunk it down to four key pillars, four elements. If you can master these four elements, then you've set yourself up for massive success in the real world. Because remember, the elements, the inner game is what happens up here, and it sets you up then to take effective action in the real world and make a ton of money and help other people solve their problems. You make money by giving value to people in the form of helping them solve a problem. In this case, you're reducing their energy costs, you're keeping the world green, which is really important right now. So you're all on the right side of history, you're on the right side of ethics, you're on the right side of this cost-benefit ratio, and you just happen to have fallen into the right place at the right time, because right now, with this paradigm shift, Suntuity has been very, very smart to know that despite things getting very difficult for some solar companies that are thinking in the old way, I have to be going into people's doors and knocking on doors. No. Centuity knows better. They understand that, by the way, it's even more effective to call people on the phone. 
and using webinars and you know things like Zoom and so forth. They're fully aware of that. They've tested this out. It works like gangbusters, even better. And that means the salespeople slash entrepreneurs that you really are. I always say a salesperson's an entrepreneur. If, if you're not, you're in the wrong situation, wrong company, right? This is the right company, right? So they have now pivoted and they are setting you up to achieve massive success. But it starts up here. The first of the four elements is what I call state management. And again, I didn't invent this stuff. This stuff has been around since the beginning of time. When I talk about state management, what I mean is that the ability to show up in the moment and a positive, empowered state of mind, an empowered state, meaning you're feeling certain, confident, full of courage, conviction. Those are the four C's. Certainty, confidence, courage, okay? those are your four C's. And on the other side, you have the disempowered states. Uncertainty, fear, overwhelm, right? So on one side, you have clarity, courage, certainty. Let me just focus on the key ones here. Or clarity, because the opposite of clarity is what? Overwhelm. Like, I can't see where I'm going, I'm overwhelmed. So you have overwhelm is the negative state, clarity is the positive state. If you spend all day long feeling overwhelmed, I don't care how great you are at closing, good luck trying to close out. If you walk around all day long feeling uncertain, good luck trying to close a sale. And I'll tell you why later on, it's impossible. If you're feeling uncertain, you can't close. But if you can get yourself, and that's the operative word. If you can get yourself, you can train yourself, if you can condition yourself to ensure that you show up to the sale in a state of certainty, confidence, courage, clarity, those four C's, you set yourself up for massive success. Versus showing up, imagine picking up a phone or on a webinar and you're feeling uncertain and overwhelmed and fearful, you can't close a door. Make sense? I know it does. Now, just remember, when I talk about state management, I'm talking about in the moment. It's a temporary state of mind because you can't get yourself to be feeling confident and certain and clear all day long. And I mean, listen, who would want to? Imagine trying to walk around all day long in a state of absolute certainty. I mean, what do you call someone who walks around all day long in a state of absolute certainty with their shoulders pulled back and their chest puffed out and their chin up? I'm certain, certain. What do you call that person? We call them an asshole. So you don't want to be that guy or that girl, right? You don't want to walk around all day long in a state of certainty. It's ridiculous and you couldn't do it anyway. But what you want to do is learn, and, it's, and I teach this by the way, is how do you essentially trigger in that key moment when you pick up the phone, when you start a Zoom call or a webinar or a Skype call, or at points when you're out in the field and you knock on a door and walk in, or someone enters your company, how do you, in that moment, ensure a state of certainty, of clarity, of courage, conviction? How do you do that? 
Well, there's a way, and you gotta learn it. We'll get to that later. But you must train yourself to be able to trigger a peak state of certainty, clarity, courage, conviction. Trigger that at will. That's the first pillar. So you show up to each sale at the top of your sales game. Number two, the second pillar is your belief systems. Meaning what you think to be true. What are your beliefs about the world? What are your beliefs about success? What are your beliefs about your own capabilities? What do you think you're capable of? When I say, what do you think? What do you believe you're capable of? Let me just tell you flat out. If you don't believe that you're capable of being a great closer, guess what? You're not going to do well at selling. You're going to shy away from situations that put you into a, a place where you got to close. So, I'm a, so you, you know, our capability beliefs, what we believe we're capable, they define our actions. We don't try things we don't think that we're good at or we'll succeed at. So you have capability beliefs and you have what are called identity beliefs. Like I am worthy of success. I am a great closer. I am a nice person. I am greedy. I am whatever it might be. These I am, okay? You have capability beliefs. You have your, your own beliefs about yourself, about your personality, right? And the sum of all of these beliefs define your actions. And here's the deal. So, like, we have those empowering states of mind, certainty, confidence, clarity, courage, right? Disempowered states, uncertainty, overwhelm, fear, right? Un right? You have the same thing with beliefs. You have empowering beliefs, which are those beliefs that lead you to massive wealth and success. And then you have what are called limiting beliefs, or disempowering limiting beliefs, that set you up for misery and failure and feeling alone. And here's the deal. Everybody has some limiting beliefs. We all do. In fact, if you don't think that you have any limiting beliefs, guess what? You just found your first limiting belief that you don't have it. We all have them. The idea is that we need to root out these limiting beliefs. We need to root them out and replace them with empowering beliefs. Let me give you an example. If I get rich, I'll be greedy or I'll lose my relationship with God, or making money is difficult, or the world happens to me. Let me focus on this last one, just for because it's so perfect right now. The world happens to me. It's exactly what I was talking about when I started this training. I said, you know, you say, oh, it was the coronavirus. It jumped out of nowhere, tripped me up, made me lose my job or made it too hard to make money. So huh, it's not my fault. The world happens to me. That belief versus saying, I make my own way. I am not a creature of circumstance. I am a creator of circumstance. See, no doubt 
We live in a world where shit happens. We just do. That's why this bumper six thing shit happens, right? You're walking along, you're doing everything right, and wham, you get hit between the eyes with a lump of elephant shit, right? We live in a world where shit happens, right? And the danger there is that when shit does happen, and it does like it just happened, shit happened in the form of coronavirus, right? You start to tell yourself that story about why you can't get what you want in life because of the outside happening. And ultimately, that story stops you from ever getting what you want. It stops you from taking action, starts making you think small before you know it, you become that story. That's why I started out with that dire warning of what it's really like. You cannot buy into that, okay? Here's the truth. Yes, we live in a world where shit happens. It's, it, it, things do happen. But it's up to you. You have the power through your hard work, your determination, your stick-to-itiveness, your ingenuity to overcome any barrier, obstacle, or outside happening that might ever stand in your way and try to trip you up. You have the ability to pivot, to overcome, through hard work, perseverance, stick-to-itiveness, ingenuity, and training yourself to learn the skills that you need to learn to ensure that you have everything in your arsenal up here, meaning in your mindset and your skill set to achieve success. Because here's the truth. Watch this. This is crazy. You say to yourself, I'm not a great salesperson. I'm just not that great at it. And you know what? It might very well be true. You might suck. So you might have these references in the past. Say, well, I never really did well at sales. I got fired from a couple of jobs, never viewed myself as a sales type, so why should I take this position? I'm not gonna succeed, guess what? Sales, persuasion, influence, they are learnable skills. What I did with the straight line system is I created a situation where I basically leveled the playing field. I allowed people who were not natural-born closers like me. I was a natural-born closer. I was closing like an animal from the first time I picked the phone. It was a God-given gift, right? Most people are not like that. And when they go out and try to close, they don't succeed. So they start saying, wow, wait a second, I got a bad result. I guess I suck at this, or I'm not going to be you know, a, a sales type. I guess I should just not be in sales. Sales is the highest paid profession out there. And it's the one thing you can always do to make money, no matter how bad the economy is. Doesn't matter. When everyone else is out of work, the salespeople are still making lots of money. Bottom line. Especially when you make that shift and start thinking of yourself as an entrepreneur and align yourself with the right company like Centuity that allows you to use their infrastructure, their hard work, their brand, their products, and build your own business from within. That's how people like you get rich. And that's how people like you take advantage of these times when crises are happening and resets are all around us. This company allows you to cut through all the noise and get rich, build a massive career, bottom line. But here's the deal. In the absence of learning the straight line system, meaning, so the straight line gives you the actual skill set. So it doesn't matter 
if you failed before in selling. Yeah, I get it. You probably have, right? Or you were just okay. Well, what happens when you learn the straight line system, it takes you to an entirely different skill level. You become a closer. And then once you realize that, which happens right away, you're like, oh my God, I actually, I'm a, I sound great. All those old beliefs that you have that maybe I'm not meant to say, it will evaporate and you start making massive forward motion, huge promise, and you start getting rich. Bottom line. So the point that I'm making here is that belief systems actually do intertwine with real world results. We get negative results, they form limiting beliefs. Positive results, oh wow, I'm great. Empowering beliefs. The straight line system itself will ensure the inner game because it gives you great results. So with this system, with this training, that's why I always spend time like this working on your beliefs, explaining to you, helping you root out limiting beliefs that sets you up then to use the strategy of the straight line to close anyone who's closable. That's a powerful one-two punch, right? Next, third pillar. So one of the things that I always see in a successful person is they have a target to aim for. They have a vision for their future. In other words, where do you see yourself in five years from now and why does it matter to you? In other words, why do you want to get rich? Why do you want to build this business? I'm going to demand that you develop what I call a fully integrated vision for your future. Where do you see yourself in five years and why is it important to you? It can't just be, I want to get rich, I want to make a lot of money, I want a nice car. That's, that's not a vision. A vision is about your family, it's about your community, about the people you love, it's your life, the way you live, breathe, eat, work, everything. It's where is your life? Where, where is it? How does it look? I want you to get very, we'll, get, we'll go through an exercise and get very specific about this. Where do you see yourself in five years and why does it matter? It's like, oh, it matters because I want to get rich. I love money. That's not a why. Okay, and I'm going to close with your why because your why does not consist of money, possessions. It's very different. I'll, I'll loop back and close there. That's your third pillar. And remember, that's your vision for the future. And then what we're going to do is you're going to set these goals along the way. And your goals that you set are there as almost like these signposts, street signs along the way to let you know whether you're heading in the right direction or the wrong direction. So your vision is long-term, your goals are short-term, they could be daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals, right? And your emotional investment is not in those goals. You're not gonna say, oh, I'm setting a goal and you know, until I hit that goal, I'm gonna be miserable, and then I'll be happy, doesn't work. I don't want you to be emotionally attached. The Goal serves as an indicator, am I heading in the right direction or the wrong direction? Your emotional attachment is to the vision. And again, we'll get to this, we'll dig into this later on, but it's a super important distinction. You must be a visionary in your own life. I don't mean like you need to be for Steve Jobs. I'm talking in your own life, where are you going to be in five years? You need to have a target to aim for. All right? And then lastly, the last part of this is the fourth pillar is what? It's what I started off with. Your personal financial standard. Your standard for success. What you will not settle for less than. 
What is that set point? What is that amount of money, that amount of success that you will simply not feel good about if it's below? You'll do anything to hit that number because you gotta have that to feel good. Now watch what happens. Your state, the state management is an in the moment indicator. Temporary, about am I showing up today as my best self Am I going to be a closer today? It's an in-the-moment reality. Am I showing up at the top of my game or at the bottom of my game? Right? That's your state. Your, your standard is the long-term barometer of where you end up. What's that number that I will not settle for less than? That's your standard. So state is short-term, standard is long-term. They work together to ensure your success, that you show up in the right state and that you ensure that you show up every day because it matters to you. And then remember, to feel alive and vital, you then have your vision. Why does it all matter to you? So, you know, some people I see, they'll have this incredibly bold, bright, and wow, really, you know, just exotic vision for their future, right? They have a champagne vision but they got a beer standard. They're not willing to do the work. Their set point is too low. They talk about success, but aren't willing to do what it takes to achieve success. They got a champagne vision or a beer standard. Conversely, you see some people that have a high, like a real champagne standard, they don't work. They get a, they're workaholics. They can do whatever it takes, but they've never taken the time to develop that fully integrated vision for their future. They've just never taken the time. What I want you to do here, and we're gonna go through this today, or over this training here, is to take the time to develop both. To make sure that your vision for the future is congruent with your long-term standard. That's when you feel like you're in the zone. Bottom line. Now, before we close out this session and you take a break, I want you to think of one thing in terms of, you know, vision. I, I said about, you know, your vision and your why, right? About, you know, uh, why does your vision matter? And I said that, you know, the powerful whys, why does money matter? Why do I want to be rich? It's not because I want a nice car or a yacht. That's not it. Let me just tell you my powerful why, the most powerful why I've ever had. People always ask me, say, you know, Jordan, how are you able to bounce back the way you did? You know, you went to jail, and when you were in jail, while almost all other people are wasting their time and negative and just, you know, just, you know, losing it basically, just like, you know, they emerge almost worse off than they ever were. They don't rehabilitate. They actually, it's like gladiators because they just waste their time and get in trouble, right? How did I emerge out a world-class author and have this movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? How did I do that? And the answer is, is I had the most powerful why you could imagine. When I was writing my book, I was teaching myself to write. It was very difficult for me. And when you're in jail, the worst times are at night when you're in bed alone with your thoughts. And when I was in bed at night, and I was alone with my thoughts, and I closed my eyes, and sometimes I just felt like I couldn't go on, I would imagine the faces of my two children. That was my why. I came back for my kids to show them that their father could make it the right way, could come back and to be a role model and an example for the two people I love most, my two children. 
That was what brought me back and allowed me to overcome any barrier or obstacle, anything that was standing in my way. When you've truly identified your why, and you've developed this fully robust, integrated vision for the future, you will literally want to jump out of bed every morning and go after life with a vengeance. All you need from there is the right vehicle. What are you going to direct that energy at? And that's the beauty of Suntuity. It's an amazing opportunity, gives you all the tools, allows you to be in business for yourself, and just like that, bam, you set yourself up for an incredible career. I'm so bummed. I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow, and now it's sold out. It's her freaking birthday. Oh, dude. She's only gonna break up with you. He's definitely gonna break up with me. Should've used tick pick. Wait, what'd you say? Tick pick. Look. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? There are no hidden fees. What'd you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.